Okay. Ooh. I should have done our intro during that time. Here we go. You're listening to the Fight for Together podcast. Okay. So, one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast, for if you're a fan or viewer of our YouTube channel, you know that our YouTube channel is basically like inactive. I try and film stuff. And in fact, I have like four videos that I filmed that I haven't uploaded yet. And I switched to writing full time, um, at least as my primary thing. And since doing that, it's just been so hard to make videos. So I actually have four videos I filmed, one of which was from <laughs> two days after the last marathon where I interviewed Rainier. And it's, it's, I love the footage. It's like it's about, really fun. So a year ago. One year ago. And I haven't. It's all there. It'd be pretty easy. All I have to do is edit and upload it. I just haven't done it because I'm just not in that space anymore. Yeah. And then he ran an ultra marathon. And I filmed that. Yeah. And we haven't like... And a half marathon two that. months ago. The half marathon. Fuck. That's right. We haven't, we haven't published that yet. Mm-hmm. There's other videos. But the point is, I filmed this marathon, but I just... I'm not... I wasn't in it. I feel like I filmed... 10 marathons are you trying to get a video or two out in the next couple weeks because seven's been working on them i yeah i am but now it's actually really confusing because mm-hmm. i'm going to be publishing this interview i did with rainier after the last marathon people are going to be confused because they're like well just put in really bold letters like this is one year ago yeah after you know. i guess okay but um we wanted to talk about this marathon experience because it was very it was very different Mm-hmm. everyone has been and this is our 10th year running the flying pig marathon in cincinnati and it was 10 years ago this marathon that seven and i we ran our first one together mm-hmm. and that he was eight yeah and i was 33 34 yeah yeah young buck and that really changed something changed that day where we both just did this thing that was so hard. I think we both cried, like, during and at the end. Mm-hmm. And it changed the way I saw our city. Like, all these people come out and cheer. It's just, it's the biggest event in our city, I believe. Mm-hmm. This year, there were 40,000 people. And the kids just, like, loved it. The energy and people cheering and pushing themselves and being next to other runners and just doing something really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Well, that was... I did the math today. That was 65 marathons ago. Like, meaning our family members have completed 65 marathons, I think. Collect- collectively. Marathon plus, meaning 26 miles or more. Because uh-huh. some of those are ultra marathons. Yeah. But if it's 100 miles, I'm still only counting it as one. <laughs> Even <laughs> Sorry, though it could Eden. be like three plus. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to Devin, by the way. Podcast. What's up, Devin? Listener out there. Um, loyal fan, supporter, boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, Eden's boyfriend, not ours. <laughs> Never hurts to clarify. Um, so then last year we ran the marathon again. I wanted to record a podcast about it. I just never did because I felt like there was so much to say, but there was so much happening in real time. In mm-hmm. a way, it was just another marathon. It was our ninth yeah. year. Yeah. And 
Felia had run <clears throat> when she was six. Memory had run when she was seven. And then seven. And Felia had also run when she was seven. Right. So this was like nothing new. No, Rainier was six. And he was like us. a few weeks um, younger than Felia was on her first one. Mm-hmm. But also, we had run it with five kids, like, a lot of times for a lot of years. So we also knew much more what we're getting into. Yeah. We had confidence. And last year, we had a bunch of older kids to help out, whereas in the years past, we had, like, younger kids. And we crossed the damn finish line, and it was really a fucking epic finish, actually. If you haven't seen our video, Mm -hmm. I would really encourage you to watch that documentary. It's the best one, I think, I've ever made. It's got over a million views. And uh, it features my friend Andy and a really a surprise touching ending that, like, I I was, like, felt so privileged to be a part of this moment Mm -hmm. and capture. And I don't want to give away the ending, but I I think it's a worthwhile watch, especially if you're into our channel. Um, but what it shows is like 30 minutes after we cross the finish line, shit just starts blowing up online. Um, yeah. In a really unique way. And it was so, I don't know like why that year. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know either. It was weird. Um, and it's important to note where it blew up. Right. Because this is a consistent through line. It blew up in the marathon running community. Okay. Mm -hmm. It didn't blow up um, really anywhere else to start off with. And this has been a consistent thing because what we found is when we we hiked also, it was the hikers that got the most pissed at us. It's the people who feel like they kind of like... Not even the hikers that were hiking with us. The hikers... Online. Online. It's like these certain gatekeeper communities that feel like they know how the sport ought to be done. Yeah. And they feel like it's their job and duty to protect it or something. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of guessing here. but um, And it just started going crazy with um, accusations of people saying Rainier was abused. Rainier was forced to run. We were dragging him. He was crying. Mm-hmm. And this is all like somewhat ridiculous because there's literally thousands of witnesses and police officers and friends and family and strangers and cell phones. And we filmed almost probably like two hours of footage ourselves, including the moments when he did cry detailing why we're not like the type that's like sweeping shit under the rug. Like, um, but the accusation still flew Mm -hmm. and, um, and as a result, like, it was so crazy because in these marathon communities, people are calling for the race director to be fired. Yeah. It's like they wanted some head to roll. They're like. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, this is not okay. This shouldn't happen. And, like, keep in mind, the the reaction, the general reaction from the population is very, very positive. And the the way I know this, there's a couple of ways. The first is if you just go to the YouTube comments, which is just like general population, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The top 20 or 50 or something, it's like positive. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's just like, yes, kids should be doing this. Yes, kids should be exercising. Great. Running used to be normal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's the kind of stuff that most parents would feel when they hear something like this. They're like, mm-hmm. whoa, good job. That's cool. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, way to do a hard thing. Yeah. Um, but in the marathon community, I feel like there was this first reaction was like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And then there was a bunch of really weird reasons as to why. And none of them were consistent. None of them matched up. Some of them said, you guys train too much. Some of them said, you train too little. Mm-hmm. Some of them said, kids shouldn't be running. Um, you know. Uh, You're bandits. We're doing it whatever. for money. Yeah. We're doing it for clicks. Like all these mm-hmm. like things that people are just like assuming. Yeah. That it's like, I don't know. And. The irony is, I think we did make money off that video, but more because of the controversy that was caused by the pe- by the marathon community itself. Mm-hmm. And they accused us of trying to get fame. The irony is, they're the ones that brought us all the fame. <laughs> because our other nine videos, or yeah. however many we have of marathons, like never got really many clicks, and we never, I never even monetized my channel for the first like. If that five was a or way to get years. fame. We took a really long, hard road <sighs> because the first ten years, like we're not. We're putting shit online, but we're not getting any fame for it. Or money. Or, or yeah, money. Yeah. No. It's crazy. Um, but so they they called for the race director to be fired. There's threatening of sponsorships. It's just this total mob. And it's hard to tell how many people it is because they're very loud. And then the news caught wind of this. And the news headlines, by the way, are not about us running a marathon. They all say something like, outcry over six-year-old running a marathon. So the news article is about the outcry. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so all these people that were accusing us of trying to get fame, the irony is, I already said this, but mm-hmm. they were the ones that gave it to us. Yeah. Like, they were the ones that created the attention. Before that, there wasn't much attention. Right. So then... We basically got thrown under the bus by the <laughs> flying pig race fucking PR legal team or whoever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. The race director signed off on it, but I, I I have some inside information that would indicate that it, it wasn't really her voice, mm-hmm. um, you know, right. or motive. Um, and I don't really want to get into it or share that, but that's just you know that's just the story mm-hmm. and we have plenty of documentation to show like the support and sentiment over the years because they the flying pig was very supportive over us and we are very grateful to the organization for for how they've helped us over the years and um and the fucking awesome race that they put on people mm-hmm. are saying like oh why don't you start your own race screw them and i'm like no man this is an awesome race it's like yeah. really cool it's really good yeah but what happened was this mob was calling for you know how it's always in those movies where like someone will lose a war and they're like, someone's going down. We have to feed someone to the sharks. Like mm-hmm. it, someone has to be fired. Like it's the mm-hmm. general or that was the thing. It was just like someone had to be blamed mm-hmm. because the public was pissed. Mm-hmm. So the flying pig threw us under the bus and they said, these guys um, were basically bandits and were, would have done it anyways and blah, blah. And, um, and then they changed the rule. Which actually, the rule was kind of already 18 or over, I believe. It's almost like they just 
clarified it stronger or something. They made it more intense. Um, yeah. And I just feel like this is that's a huge shame. Shame on the running community because that's a win for them. Yeah. But here's the facts. There are no <laughs> scientific or medical studies that indicate that long-term running is dangerous for kids. And even if there were, by the way, I would be very cautious about any study that just picks apart one isolated activity. Because as we all know, life is complex, Mm -hmm. right? Running might be bad for you, but is it worse than iPads for eight hours? Mm -hmm. Like, what are the studies on that? And what, you know, charms. Yeah, we can't just look at one thing. You have to like kind of compare it Mm -hmm. with the other options of what's available. I mean, in a way, like, I feel like all of life is bad for you. Yeah. Um, But uh, that's neither here nor there. There's just no proof about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, what makes me sad is it just... I think of, you know, in years past, there's a few of our friends who had kids that ran it and they're not going to do it anymore. It's just like too hard. It's like too, I mean, we're doing it, but you know, we're, we're in it. Um, like we, it was, it was worth it to us, but it's just, it's like making it, it's already hard enough, right? Like who's going to be out there with a kid doing a marathon in our culture? Not very many people. But it's like, okay, so for one kid, you're just making it harder now for like other kids, like a 14 year old that like, I mean, that's probably totally capable of running a marathon. I don't know. Yeah. And that's what like, that is so unfortunate because, um, my stance is not that all kids should run marathons at all. No. Our kids are pretty unique. Our family's pretty unique. It's not to say that no kid could run a marathon, but I don't think kids should be forced to run. I don't think kids should be... F- I don't even think competition sports is like generally good for kids, especially in the younger age. I think they should be focused on exercise, having fun, getting out, enjoying life. And I feel like our family has spent the last 10 years trying to figure out how to make running fun yeah. and enjoyable so that all of our kids have chosen every single marathon that they've yeah. run. But the thing is, this wasn't competitive for Rainier at all. This was like him wanting to run 26.2 miles just to see that he could do it and to do it with us, with his family. I mean, he even said, oh, I wish you were running this year, Mama. I like it when all of our family runs, you know, and most of us did, but it's, uh, it's just, it's a, it was a, it's like a really cool thing to do. Like, what else can you do with your family in that kind of way that like stretches your mental and physical capabilities? And, and that's like, you know, you have the race, which is eight hours and a beast of a day, mm-hmm. but then you have the training beforehand, mm-hmm. which is months. And I don't think it's hundreds of hours. I see the math Started on in it. January. Yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, uh, February, or February. right before his birthday. So February, March, April. So three months. Mm-hmm. And let's say it's a two, let's say one hour a run, but probably one and a half hours, um, times 1.5 times 3 4.5 hours a week times 12 weeks 
So 50 plus hours mm-hmm. of training, which realistically is probably 60. Mm-hmm. Um, 60 hours of just solid, distraction-free time mm-hmm. doing something that's good for you. Yeah. Um, and going back to the like, we're not thinking that every kid should run marathons or every marathon should allow kids. But also like, we all know like as adults what it's like to have a hero. You know, we have those people in our society, the David Gogginses or the, you know, Harvey Lewis's or the, the people that, you know, run the AT in 60 goddamn days or climb Everest with no oxygen mask or, you know, these kind of superhero people that kind of redefine what's possible mm-hmm. by living their life. And they, they inspire the rest of us mm-hmm. to live better lives a lot mm-hmm. of times. <clears throat> and I feel like most kids, like kids need kid heroes. Like not to say that they're better than them, but just that there's certain kids that and certain people in certain lives that are structured in a way where they live in an extraordinary way that show other people what's possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like what Rainier does and has done is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Not because he's like a super unique kid, but because it's just so rare to, yeah. to have that, to have someone that can run, that wants to, and that does. Um, and he loves playing video games. <clears throat> and, you know, I see him and he like watches these um, YouTube videos of all these like gamers and stuff. And, <laughs> And I'm like, geez, like that's, I feel like most kids' heroes are like gamers. Yeah. And, and I just, kind of going back to what you said, I feel like people have seen our kid run, not just kids, but adults and, and people that are overweight and people that have believed that they sh- can't run or shouldn't run. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've ran. You know, mm-hmm. the, our, our last video, I think I got like a hundred responses of people saying that they started races, they entered marathons, they did half marathons mm-hmm. because they saw Rainier running or some of our other kids running over the years. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, as if it wasn't hard enough, it's like yeah. that much harder. So it's like, really? Is that the challenge we wanted as parents to make it harder for our kids to get exercise, that's like really a win around here. Mm-hmm. What are we protecting again? Yeah, like the race. Is the race that fragile? Are we we're protecting the child? Yeah, we're protecting the children. Mm-hmm. Like by not allowing them to even run with like. I mean, you could sign waivers and all these things. I feel like to make it so that the organization is protected, but yeah, man. Um, okay, so that happened. Yeah. So now it's all coming up to this year. Mm-hmm. And there's a, kind of this big question mark. It got all this hype. We were like, there was months of drama in our household where kids were stressed out. You know, the government is showing up, interviewing them, interviewing grandparents, interviewing teachers to find out if we're abusing our kids for the, them to check their boxes. And the reports all come out, you know, squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Um way cleaner than they should have been actually (laughs) if you ask me um but it comes time for this year's race and rainier's like i want to run like he doesn't even know he doesn't care about any of that bullshit Mm -hmm. and um okay it's like yeah we'll run um Mm -hmm. 
so we start training and uh you want to talk about your like your evolution yeah pretty early on in the training i was feeling not much energy to do the training and to do the marathon and i just felt like i don't have it in me part of it I'm not sure how much of it had to do with the controversy last year, but I'm sure some of it had to do with it. But I, I kind of feel like I would have eventually come to this anyways. Um, you know, I had done the marathon for a number of years and, um, I don't know. And I just sort of, it was hard because I, I really, there was a part of me that really wanted to do it, uh, with everyone. And, you know, I didn't want to leave you hanging, um, in a sense, but I've been learning to listen to myself and like my energy levels and what I want and what I need. And I just concluded, I, you know, I had this conversation with you and I said like, man, I'm not feeling it this year. And I, I, I really don't want to do all this training runs. I mean, they were hard, they're hard. And I did all that with Rainier last year and yeah so and you were super supportive of me bowing out and um it proved to be actually all around better probably uh not better as in like last year was really cool to do it all together but I think you and Rainier I could just see this like comradeship where it's like just the two of you and you're you know, you're fully at came at times and other kids, but for the training, but you know, you had like all of your, he had all of your attention. And I think that was really cool for you both to have that time to get to know each other and bond in that way. Yeah. I was like pretty bummed when I found out you weren't going to do it like really initially. Cause I was just like, Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Like we, for the last eight years like we've done it together right and but then it's like you know i've just learned that if the energy is not there and someone's trying to force themselves to do something Mm -hmm. that becomes more of a hassle than yeah you know you people don't want to do it they shouldn't like i would probably actually get in the way at that point of you and rainier or you just wouldn't have a good time yeah you know right and you don't want people there that aren't, <clears throat> at least I don't want people there that aren't having a good time. Like, it's hard enough. Totally. So, like, if for any reason you were conflicted, I'm, I'm glad you chose that. And then yeah. you became more of a support person and we just. Yeah, I had energy. It for changed that. and we discovered new dynamics. Right. Right. Um, but to go back to, like, the controversy, I think it w- wore on our kids, too. So, yeah. you know, this year. um Three of us were allowed to register. Um, yeah. Me, Dove, and Seven because we we're over 18. Yeah. And then we had three kids that weren't allowed to register. And we've run races in the past without registering um, because it's an open course. And there's like people that are really, I mean, I, I want to get into this maybe like later, but the people that say like, those are the rules, like you can't break the rules. But mm-hmm. you're on public land, you're not breaking any laws. You're running on a street. You're doing Mm -hmm. an activity that's healthy. I have zero problem with people that aren't allowed to register, Mm -hmm. like, 
for fucking arbitrary reasons, by the way. It's not like the race was maxed out for mm-hmm. safety or something like that or that other people were getting booted off. Mm-hmm. It was just that they they don't want to um, associate themselves with minors, which is totally their prerogative. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying they should change the rules, but if you're not going to change your rules, then we can run on that day unregistered. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning our kids. And, and we follow the other stuff. So, like, we don't take the medals like if you're not registered. And Yeah, we're not like... like I, I like to think that we're making the marathon a better place besides the people that are pissed about it. Mm-hmm. Like no one's getting hurt by us and we've brought a ton of publicity to the marathon and I'm happy about that. Like, and I, we've brought probably shit. I'll bet you, I know 20 people that run the marathon because of us mm-hmm. and pay. So, you know, I just, I don't feel guilty about that at all. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to that though. Um, race day. Mm-hmm. So we're doing it. It was like pretty um okay so some of our kids were a little stressed I think because of last year. Yeah. And what happened was online there is just so much hate in these isolated places. Mhm. And that shit gets in your head and it's yeah. hard to tell what's real because it feels like if there's a lot of hate online, it feels like when you're going to go running, mhm there's going to be a lot of hate there right yeah wrong yeah <laughs> like, yeah i mean yeah. as it turns out so we did we did the race we started and uh i don't know what, if there was anything fancy to say before that um it was kind of a nice day in terms of temperature um and it started like raining man like downpour like like they shut the course down yeah i've never seen that flooding and i've never been that wet in the city Mm. like i've probably been that wet on the at where just every square inch of your body is drenched but in a city if it downpours you go inside you don't stand out there for three hours yeah but it was there there was these times where like you're walking through probably i don't know if it's a foot of water but it's definitely like like your shoe is underwater (laughs) and like you're crossing rivers in the road. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was a mile three that I heard the first negative comment where some lady passed by and she said like, he shouldn't be running or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in 26.2 miles with probably about seeing about 30,000 people, mm-hmm. spectators and runners, we probably had about three comments like that. Where people like muttered under the breath. And these are all mm-hmm. fucking mutterers. Like, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. ID. And they just fucking mutter that shit. Mm-hmm. And they just like need to have their little voice. They need to know, let you know you're wrong. Yeah. They need to let you know you're being judged. And they try and shame you. Mm-hmm. And then they move the fuck on. They don't stop to talk. They're not like interested in you. They just like, they have their idea of what's going on and what's right and wrong. And they're just like, you know, they're to give you their little moral code. Whoa. Which like... I'm thinking of like how difficult it is for an adult to run 26.2 miles. And here you have this seven-year-old who's running. And I'm just like putting myself in Rainier's shoes. I'm like, here's this like big person that's like, he like pointing at Rainier. He shouldn't be running. You know, it's just like, are you really like this is what you're gonna say to him when he's like on mile three like running doing the hard thing that you're doing how hard is this for you like i'm sure it's actually kind of hard 
And it's just, ugh, that kind of thing, like, pisses me off when I think about, like, how it can affect him. Yeah. And I think... But they're not really thinking of him, like, in those moments. You know, and I spent a little bit of time on the Marathon Community pages, like, last year to see, like... It's a whole world, you know, these people. Yeah. And they care about marathons and they care about how official it is and the time and the cheaters and the way it should be done and people who support the race and people who banned at the race mm-hmm. and people who they consider thieves and cheating and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's their world. And yeah, um, I don't know. It's interesting. Look, I, I want to come back to that. But yeah, before that. Um, so you got three, three negative comments. Negative comments. And one was at mile 26, like point one. Like we're walking, it's like right for the finish line. And these really? things just stick in your head. Yeah, and some and some lady was like, oh, yeah. And she's like talking to these other ladies. And she's like, yeah, it's so sad. I saw him crying at mile 20-something, which is a flat-out lie. Because yeah. he never cried the entire race yeah. this time. Like not once. Right. Not even close to it, actually. Yeah. He was never even like sad. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Um. So like the fact that she said it's it's you see it's like so pro, so much projection like the story that people and I, I'm sure she probably like believed it mm-hmm. you know yeah but like no one came within well one person like high fived him yeah and a few people took selfies and shit but like it's not like any of these haters are like talking to him or whatever yeah, yeah. so whatever that was made up but. There was three negative comments, and it's hard to keep track, but I'm just going to say there was probably one to 300 positive comments, mm-hmm. which we've always got positive comments. Like, you know, we have a YouTube channel, and we've run the race, like, you know, I think eight times or something in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. So people will say, and we do the half marathon, so people say, like, oh, we saw you on the half marathon. Oh, we saw you last year. Oh, are you the mm-hmm. family? Or are you the family that hiked the AT? So great. So inspiring. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This was 10 times more. This year. 10 times more positive feedback than I've gotten before. Wow. From whatever that hype was. Yeah. And hmm. and probably about the same amount of negative. Maybe, maybe one or two more. Right. So I just learned it's not real. Mm-hmm. Like this online world is yeah. fucking make believe. Yeah. You know, people get so fucking courageous when it's anonymous. Mm-hmm. But if you go on there, and the problem is you go on there and, and these emotions are real, right? That I have. Mm-hmm. I feel attacked and I feel defensive and I feel mm-hmm. vulnerable. But then I go into the real world and I take it and it, no one's going to attack me. Like these are a bunch of fucking mm-hmm. pussies. Like they're mm-hmm. they're just angry or, you know, they're in their world and yeah, they they don't care about their morals like enough to actually do anything about it like yeah. in real life. Yeah. Yeah, because if you take one of those people, like maybe they'll mutter something, maybe they'll even yell something, but they don't. They, yeah, there. It's just there's not enough energy in the real world to no. do that. There's a lot of energy online, but once yeah. you get in the real world, it's it's the unique person that will actually like bring it there. So we did the race, and it was different because you weren't there, but you were supporting us, and. Our other kids, like one of our kids was gone in D.C., like Eden wasn't there. But she did like 10 miles that day. I was like mm-hmm. FaceTiming it during yeah. it. It was just kind of funny. It's own little It was way. really cute. Like, yeah. 
she was FaceTiming a few times to Rainier. She she was saying, good job, Rainier. And we had, like I said, two kids over 18 Mm -hmm. do it this year. Yeah. Um, And um, everyone else did it. But we didn't run it together. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pouring rain, like most of it. So to go at Rainier's pace, which he is by far our slowest runner that we've had, mm-hmm. child, mm-hmm. and we just want to go at his pace. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to push him so that we can like finish the course, yeah, uh, before it closes. Like if he wants to. But besides that, I don't care. And I think we yeah. came in fifth to last place. Yeah, yeah, is <laughs> what I saw. Eight hours, twenty minutes. That's... But it was twenty minutes faster than last time. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, It was hard. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah. There was like just these moments where it's just him and I, and we're just like digging deep and we're like laughing and, <laughs> you know, at the end of our ropes. And, but it's also just like he knew the routine. Like it yeah. wasn't surprising. It wasn't shocking. He knew he could do it too. He, yeah. He knew he, there was confidence. He wasn't afraid. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. there was no tears or no and i'm not against tears by the way like i've cried on multiple marathons my kids have cried it's just Mm -hmm. like what who the fuck is gonna i mean so many people cry on marathons like it's like Mm -hmm. well and even last year him crying was because he fell and scraped his knee it wasn't even because he got like emotionally like totally overwhelmed i think part because we were we're we're listening to him we're like, you want to stop? Go ahead. You want a popsicle? Go ahead. You want to play on the playground? Go ahead. I will say, speaking of playgrounds, that ESPN sent a photographer mm-hmm. to follow us a bit and took pictures because there's going to be an article coming out supposedly. Don't know. I don't know anything about it if it's going to be positive or negative, but mm-hmm. um, that's the only media organization that I've participated with this year. I got yeah. contacted by other news organizations before and they're all like just trying to, I feel like they're just trying to stir up drama and be like, yeah. I was like on the front page of the newspaper, like your name. Yeah. New, well, our names, new, or, new, oh. new rules. Uh, oh, was my name in there too? Yeah. Ben and Cammie Crawford. Oh, said, <laughs> it said, uh, new rules for the flying pig. And they were like trying to figure out if our your kid mom was brought it over because we I don't know. get the newspaper, but they do. So I was like, um so yeah it was beautiful um yeah and some of the kids came back and ran across the finish line with us and yeah we crossed the finish line and the tone of the finish line was different so there was like um yeah well in previous years i felt like there was a lot of positivity and energy of like, oh, wow, good job, everyone, from the people receiving us. Because they were, you know, there's always people there receiving And it was the like runners. the race staff. Yeah. And it was sort of like, well, you, yeah, you can tell. Like, well, this year they went right to me and they put the medal on my neck so damn fast. Yeah. And then they like disappeared. Yeah. And I didn't even want the medal on my neck. I was going to give my medal to Rainier. Mm-hmm. but they like put on my neck and like mm-hmm. ignored him which like mm-hmm. you know it's fine i don't they don't need to pay attention to him i mean they were well, trying if, to like draw if, this line with it felt um 
really different because if it was like it was just our family it was it like celebrating there was no one else everyone else just like disappeared yeah <laughs> it was just us like okay um which but- is like accurate right like it's probably accurate to how we felt like after last year it's like it's it's us this is it like yeah and and it was it was cool and it was fine it was just like different yeah um, because i could tell there was like an official they got the the flying pig got their fucking ass kicked last year yeah by this certain vocal public and they had to create yeah. distance they can't well be seen. and i i'm grateful they didn't harass us on the course oh, and they could have i want to point like, that out that there was no animosity no from staff yeah from police, they're very professional from people it was just like fucking live and let live and they left us alone and we left them alone yeah and it was like i'm not trying to fucking no drag their name through the mud and i don't feel like they're trying to do that to us although maybe they had to in that one instance um i mean i'm fine if they ignore us right like i that's fine yeah i'm not asking (laughs) for special treatment i don't i don't i'm not even trying to get all the rules changed i just i feel like it's something we should be examining as a society Mm -hmm. but okay so i want to tell the story um there was a, a race, an employee of the race, that I'm not going to reveal their identity mm-hmm. because it's very, it's a very key person. Mm-hmm. And um, we left the course. We're laying down. I have my feet in the water. We're just chilling. Mm-hmm. And I saw this person's back to the fence, mm-hmm. still in the race course. Mm-hmm. And this person always stays till the end. And um, this is a person I know very well who mm-hmm. is like very high up in the organization who has helped us and whose name was involved with a lot of the controversy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, should I go talk to this person? Mm -hmm. And I, I asked Cammy, I was like, should I do it? And I just asked you like, do you want to? And I was like, yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. So I did. So I go up to the fence and I said this person's name and this person turned around and they act like they had seen a ghost. They're like, uh, and I was just like, Hey, I just want you to know we are so thankful for mm-hmm. all the help we've gotten mm-hmm. over the years from this organization. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And this person said something like, I can't remember the exact line, but it was like, we have both been through more than, we, we both went through a lot of unfair things this year mm-hmm. and we're forced to do things that we didn't want to have to do. Mm-hmm. And they said, I admire your family and the way you guys adventure and live your life. And I was so glad to see you out here. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so glad you came up and said hi to me. Mm. And I hope you know there's no ill will mm-hmm. from me to you. Mm-hmm. And I said, same here. I want you mm-hmm. to know there's no ill will. Mm-hmm. And once again, we're just so thankful. And yeah. this person was like almost crying. And I actually was too. Because it, it was this beautiful moment where. Yeah. Just two people talking. Yeah. <laughs> and you have these like organizations and these like bureaucratic fucking like movements, you know. And that's what these races become when they're, mm-hmm. when you're organizing things for 30,000 people and you get insurance providers involved and you get city officials and you get sponsors, mm-hmm. you're doing things for a lot of reasons. It's yeah. complex. Yeah. Yeah. I think once you get to that level, 
there's a lot of humanness that is taken taken out of you know but at the end of the day it's just people and i applaud these things these systems i understand why they're there Mm -hmm. i also think it's our job as parents and humans to know why they're there and to know that they're not always there for our best interests they're not there for humans they're not there for children they're there to protect large companies and they're there to make money and they're there to protect liability and Mm -hmm. for legality and because Mm -hmm. someone could sue someone and you know, all these things, and while they might say that they made this rule for children's safety, mm-hmm. that's fucking bullshit. Like, what's safe for our kids is not to stay home from marathons. That is not what is safer for society's children. It would be more honest for them to say, we made that rule so that this organization can stay intact and that the race can go on. Yeah, and to protect our ass. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, you got to do what but you got to do. It's misleading and misdirecting to send a message that says it's for safety when it's not, because then it it sends this message to other kids and parents yeah. that running is dangerous. Yeah, and that running a marathon is reckless parenting. Yeah, which that's a whole separate conversation. But that's not why they made that decision. Yeah. Right. So something about this conversation with this lady, because, I, fuck, I said this, the gender. Oh, well, okay. It's a lady. <laughs> um, um, something about the conversation with this person, it was because I hadn't talked to this person in the year since everything erupted, and yeah. which was unusual because every year before the race, I would get in touch and we had organized the registration and talk about how we're going to deal with the kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was times they had me go see a doctor and things like this. And I was, mm-hmm. like, very happy to participate yeah. and oblige yeah um but this year i was gonna be like okay i don't know you you don't know me yeah <laughs> um, and in yeah. fact i passed him in the beginning yeah they're on the right two ships they're in the race stand the and I, yeah. I just caught the person at the core of my eye but it was too late mm-hmm. and i know i saw that they saw us at the starting line and i was mm-hmm. like oh shit i don't know what this means but here we go yeah yeah and um something about it was so clear though about how this whole system kind of works where the people they call for a they're they're just angry and like someone needs to be punished and they were like the race director needs to be fired but if the race director then kind of dumped it towards us and said okay i'm going to change all the rules and now i'm covered and i did the Mm -hmm. right thing and no one needs to be angry at me now Mm -hmm. so then all the people are kind of happy um but yet it's all kind of a play Mm -hmm. it's make-believe like Everyone's kind of acting like, mm-hmm. and this happens all the time in the military. Well, it's like people need to be punished, right? Like you could say we were punished by a CPS showing at our door twice, you know, like, cause you did something wrong. And so you need, you know, and then the, the race director got punished, so to speak, because of all the things they had to go through. And can I say why I think all this is the reason why it's important to me that, um, to mention that these controversies always erupt on the kind of like um it's not the general population it's the elite kind of gatekeepers that are protecting the sport Mm -hmm. the people that think they know what the sport is and what it should be and how Mm -hmm. it should be done and who should do it and who shouldn't yeah and they have all these ideas these bulletin boards are like oh this is the right way to train they don't want this is how you should train be changed in any way yes and they take the sport very seriously Mm mm-hmm 
And they feel like everyone else should take it seriously, like them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we don't. Mm -hmm. We're out there to have a good time. We're not there. We don't consider ourselves runners. Yeah. Um, we're, you know, we don't take the time or the status or, I mean, and they say we're doing it for clicks, but I think that's because they care more about the clicks. We've run before we even had, you know, social media or, you know, we didn't have YouTube back then. Mm -hmm. We were just doing it because we just thought it was the raddest thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and we thought it was just good for us. We're like, this is cool. Um, so that moment was one of the highlights of my day, actually, talking to that person. And... And I want to just talk about like some of the comments that, um, you know, most of the comments are just like positive, but to, to spend a second on the negative, um, you know, so many people are saying you guys broke the rules mm -hmm. and they're like, you guys are teaching your children to break the rules. Good, good parenting, good job parents. And it's like, they're like Trump card that they're playing is like, you're not following the rules, mm -hmm. which is like, what are the rules exactly? Like, let's go back for a second and ask this question. Mm -hmm. What are rules? Mm -hmm. Rules are other people's preferences. That's it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. And sometimes they're good for some people mm -hmm. and sometimes they're bad for people. Yeah. Like, it, it blows my mind that people think teaching kids to follow rules <laughs> equals good parenting. Yeah. Like, better parenting is teaching kids which kids, teaching kids which rules to follow. Yeah. And which rules to break. Yeah. Like, use your own brain instead of, like, not using your brain and just always following the rule. Which is much more difficult than teaching kids. And by the way, I lived in a culture where I was taught to follow all the rules, and I did for a lot of years. And I mm -hmm. saw it be so damaging mm -hmm. to myself, to my kids, and the people around me. I mean, in our religious days, we were taught that rules, like all rules were like submitting to God himself. Because like what happens when a rule is hurting you? Should you still like follow the rule? You know, or what happens if the rule is hurting someone else? Should you still follow the rule? Well, and I'm not trying to equate ourselves to fucking Gandhi or MLK or Jesus Christ or whatever. But what one of the things that makes these people my heroes is the way that they didn't follow the rules, the rules that they considered unjust. And mm -hmm. once again, I'm not saying we're on some holy mission here because that's not my point. But I do think it's our obligation as parents primarily to look out for the best interest of our kids, not to follow rules. And that's one of the things that's so, you know, I ran for Rainier this year, mm -hmm. but in the back of my head was this feeling that the reason why I film it and this stuff and show pictures of it is because I know there's so many parents out there that are afraid to parent the way they believe in mm -hmm. because they're going to be shamed for doing something different. Mm -hmm. If you don't send your kid to school, if you don't do the proper medical stuff, mm -hmm. the vaccine stuff, the COVID stuff, the whatever the government, you know, the sports, uh, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You get shamed for it. Yeah. And guess what? Maybe, I, maybe people are right some of the time, but it creates this um, culture of fear 
mm-hmm. where you can't even ask what do I think is best for my kid because you're gonna you know you're gonna get so ostracized by society for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really big problem in our culture. So like, you know, I think what's more important because I'm not also keep in mind saying, oh fuck rules, they're not important. No one cares. Teach my kids to break all the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the point. But yeah. I would want to ask the kids, like, does your participation hurt people? Mm-hmm. Does it help people? Uh, does it make the world a better place? Mm-hmm. Is it in line with your values? Mm-hmm. Assuming it doesn't hurt people. If it right. doesn't hurt anyone, why in the world would you follow a rule Mm-hmm. And compromise something that you believe is healthy for you. Yeah. I mean, and then there's the view like, oh, well, if everyone did it, you know, what? I don't know. Anarchy <laughs> or something. Well, I, and it's like, once again, I don't want to compare myself to these fucking, you know, the Gandhis of the world. But it's just weird because all of the arguments that I hear. Mm-hmm. I feel like are the same types of things people that were probably saying, you know, justifying slavery like 200 years ago, the types yeah. of things they would say. No, yeah. that's the law. That's the rule, which is like another way of just outsourcing your brain and having to decide what's good mm-hmm. for you in society. Mm-hmm. But yeah. my personal belief is that it's better for my children. I think it's better for the world if people ran. Mm-hmm. If they want to. If they want to. Mm-hmm. And if the organization isn't going to endorse us, we'll run without their endorsement. That's mm-hmm. not a problem to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for any sense. Of, and someone else said, this is so funny that someone said this. They're like, oh, you're entitled. That was the comment. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> and I think every human should be allowed to yeah. run, should be entitled to run where they want. Mm-hmm. Like on public property. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that, a that's like a common word. thing, right? Because I, I remember you saying about like Steve Jobs would like park in the handicap, and like, you know, and then people would give him shit for that, and he's like, "Well, you can park there too." <laughs> like, I'm not, you know, he's not saying I'm better than you. It's just, it's like people, it's like the people are watching someone do something they wish they could do, and then <laughs> yeah. they're like, "You're entitled." It's like, well, you can be entitled. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't feel... I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what they're taught. Yeah. Yeah. And they feel like they don't have a choice. And maybe they're envious that... Well, yeah. And they say like, like, you weren't allowed to run. I'm like, what do you mean allowed? Yeah. You mean like a couple people in a corporate office don't, don't... Give a stamp of approval. Give, give me a number and give me a time and told me yeah. that they're endorsing my run. Yeah. We, we never ask for anyone as an endorsement. Yeah. I mean, in fact, if we weren't such public figures, I would probably run it unregistered. It's not worth it for me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need the support. We supported Rainier ourselves this year with food and water and all that. And, um, and like, you know, to pay 130 bucks. Now, I do want to support the event. I like it. And yeah. I want to contribute my money to it. And if yeah. they would have taken my money for my kids, I would have given it to them. Yeah. If they're not going to take it, I'm not going to force it down their throat. Right. I feel like we should end this on a positive note. <laughs> Instead of me ranting about whatever the hell I'm 
Are we, are you about ready to share some hate comments? <laughs> That's not very positive. No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I do not have more hate comments to oh, okay. share about. Um, We're all done. You know what I'll share about? Unless you have something you want to... No, go for it. Because people in the last video, man, they were the comments were loaded about how Cammy's so silent. And Do you remember that? There's all those comments about like... Oh. It was that we were, we were podcasting <laughs> in the middle of our fight. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Um, I'll yeah. say this because... Um, last year we did the marathon and then two days later we went to Rainier's like t-ball game mm-hmm. okay that's a kid sport endorsed for kids mm-hmm. right and this is the scene it's a bunch of kids out there kids swing at the t-ball miss it mm-hmm. everyone laughs and mm-hmm. talks about how cute it is finally a kid contacts the ball Eight kids mob on the field to get that ball while the wood kid, everyone's like pointing where the kid to run. It's just a giant fucking joke. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Rainier loves it. We love it. Yeah. But that's what kids' sports are. Mm-hmm. We're like teaching them all these rules and to be competitive. Mm-hmm. It's hardly even exercise. They're like standing out there in the grass, just staring at the sky. <laughs> It's like, I don't want to say it's boring, but it's like, it's just chaos and crazy. And just, it's, it was so weird mm-hmm. coming from a marathon two days earlier. And I'll, I'll, I'll paint the picture of what this last marathon was like for me as a dad. I'm a dad of six kids. And I'll tell you what, I fell in love with that kid on that day. Mm-hmm. Like just watching him, his grit his determination mm-hmm. seeing what he was like wrestling with and how he just is so open and honest about his feelings mm-hmm. um which by the way today i wake up and he's like he's like dada did you know about a 5k <laughs> he goes they they run it in 20 minutes and they run really fast and they stretch and stuff beforehand he's like i could do that <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh um <clears throat> But I was blown away by the experience of just being with another human that was much smaller than me, Mm. but very similar to me. We both are facing our demons. Mm -hmm. We both are at the end of our rope. We both are pushing ourselves. Yeah. We're digging deep. Yeah. We're, you know, and this is why I got into some of these sports to begin with is they afford you this unique look on life and yourself. Yeah. And other humans. Mm. You see amazing things out there on the marathon course. Mm-hmm. Especially at, like, the end. Yeah. People are fucking losing their shit, falling apart, mm-hmm. <laughs> tears at the finish line and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. For a lot of adults, it's the hardest thing they ever do. For Rainier, it's probably the hardest thing he ever did. Mm-hmm. And I was there. I got to see it. And he got to see me. Yeah. So you go from that to T-ball, where it's just... You're just like laughing at the kid. And you're like, oh, how cute. The marathon was not cute. Yeah. And the flying pig has a kid's race. Mm -hmm. You know, it's called the 26th mile. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the ages are, but people are like, why don't you enter him into a kid's race? And the kid's race is one mile long. It's the 26th mile. It's the last mile of the marathon. Yeah. 
and their suggested training, you sign up for the race and you pay the money and, and the suggested training is one mile a week for four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're doing like 20. Yeah. And I'm not trying to, you know, for a lot of kids, I think that's probably a great opportunity. Yeah. But, but that's it's like, like a, it's like a bar that's like really set really low. Yeah. And, and I think what's unfortunate to me is there's a lot of kids that probably have the drive and determination that Rainier has. That's like, I want to do something harder than that. And they're not interested in that. And, the, but they're not allowed to, but there's nothing else for them. And we won't allow it as adults. And why is it because they can't handle it? No, it's because we can't handle them. Yeah, that's so true. You know, we're yeah. not willing to see them at the end of the rope. Even just how mm-hmm. that lady was, she, she wasn't willing. And this is what I've seen with a lot of people. You know, why does there need to be a scapegoat? Why does CPS need to be called? Why do people need to get fired when a kid runs a marathon? Mm-hmm. It's because in most people's minds, kids can't run. Mm-hmm. unless they're forced mm-hmm. and when they see a kid that can and does and enjoys it mm-hmm. and excels at it they have to make sense of that yeah and instead of challenging running and saying like maybe running is for more people maybe it can be fun maybe small kids can do it maybe it's not this elite activity that mm-hmm. and you put the 26.2 mile sticker on your car to separate yourself from all the fucking you know plebeians out there mm-hmm. but but instead of reexamining running, mm-hmm. they're like, get that guy out of here. Get that, get that, let's change the entire damn rules of the organization, publish it on the front page of the newspaper for one child. Mm-hmm. Who has the audacity. That's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's not like there was, a, it's not like there was an epidemic where there's a ton of kids out there <laughs> getting arthritis running. I, what I do want to say is I think it's, I think it's really cool that this year felt really cool to me that you and Rainier ran it together because talk about adversity and overcoming adversity and, and banding together and just saying, we're going to do this without support. We're going to do this without recognition. We're going to do this with some hate comments thrown our way and, I mean, I'm, like, super proud of Rainier, but I'm also really proud of you for, like, doing that. Like, I mean, I don't – a lot of people, (laughs) myself included, I mean, I think I would have done it with you, but I don't think I would have had the bravery and the, you know, foresight of, like, this – I want to do this for Rainier – to go in there in the what felt like a lion's den and just like we're just gonna do this because i believe in it and i believe in this kid Hmm. well i appreciate that babes yeah and um it was it was cool and you know i didn't do it there was i i felt like it was important to like kind of stand up to the bullies in a way yeah uh but one of my kids said like yeah i wanted to stick it to the haters and we were kind of talking about how that's a high cost activity to do it to prove some other people wrong or stick it to haters like that shit wears out like it's not it's pretty unrewarding like you have to find your own reasons Mm -hmm. in my experience to do it Mm -hmm. um yeah and while you know i i I don't want to do it to prove people wrong i'm not going to let people standing up change my entire course of my life Mm -hmm. or the way i parent with my kid either so it's like 
well, haters are going to hate. I, I wish they weren't there, yeah. but just because they're there, I'm not going to like stop it. <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking like I would not want to look Rainier in the face and be like, I'm sorry, buddy. There, there's just too much hate and the rules say this and you can't you can't run anymore like i just i'm like i would be sick i'm like no i don't want to do that (laughs) yeah can you imagine (laughs) yeah so anyways yeah that day it's it was special it was a special day um yeah seeing him and just holding him at the end and there's these (laughs) pictures of his face like Mm -hmm. you know at the finish line proud and and he was just like beaming yeah yeah and then he's like jumping on the trampoline like <laughs> yeah. that night. Yeah. And, yep. you know, I don't know. It's just like back to normal the day after we walked two or three miles to pizza. And mm-hmm. just like, it's so funny because there's this online drama. And then I was thinking, we go to the same pizza place every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it was Monday the day after the marathon. So we walked to the pizza place as a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, same place we always are. And same waitress. And we sit down and it's just like, what do you want? And we're like, right pineapple there's like no like no one even cares about the marathon like just people in our regular life it's just it's not a big deal yeah but then in this certain world yeah online we're like either villains or heroes but it's all like this weird drama that's just like yeah we're just people living our lives so um yeah we have a video um that may come out someday or never <laughs> um there's um i heard there's all sorts of bulletin boards going nuts right now about us it's like the once again it's a marathon running community and mm-hmm. i've kind of exhausted my interest in participating in any of that if they come mm-hmm. to me i'll respond to it on our page or block people or you know mm-hmm. whatever yeah but um yeah, we're just kind of like, I think this year for my mental health, I'm just like... Well, you also, I think, felt like you gave everything you could last year with that video, especially, and the news articles and all that. And it's like, there's nothing more yeah. to do. Like, yeah, that showed it. the story of why we do what we do, what it looks like. Is that the video now? Yeah. We'll just wrap it up. Okay. We're done. The video camera ran out of battery. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Fight for Together. We'll see you next time.